Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey everybody, welcome to Amateur Martinis. I'm Adam, here's Danielle. Hello. 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 <laughs> part two. Not part <laughs> no, two, not round part two. two. Yeah, yeah, round two. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, we basically got in the ring last night, so part, <laughs> uh, no, round two makes sense. Um, you want me to? Sure. So we were planning to do an episode over the last few episodes we've done about moving and everything. We've done a lot of talk about all the sex we were having and how good it is and all that stuff because you know I was stressed or just we've been connecting really well and everything and I've been getting so many messages saying can you talk about after everything you've been through in your rocky relationship over the years um how you got to this point I got like a lot of messages saying that so I was like yeah sure you know and in my mind I'm thinking okay well in order to talk about that, it's only useful if we talk about other stages of our relationship where things were different and also the disconnect, I think, that just oftentimes happens between in a heterosexual relationship. I can't speak for, you know, for homosexual relationships um, between men and women. Uh, and so I guess when I started saying certain things, you thought I was sounding like a bitch. I didn't say that. I, I never said. Well, you you looked at me. You stopped it. You stopped the recording, and you're like, "You are being so negative." And I was sort of like, "Wait, I'm I don't I'm not being negative. I'm I'm telling the truth." No, it wasn't that. It was I thought the direction of the episode was supposed to be about. It was just one supposed thing. to be how we were having great sex. No, no, not at all. But it was about intimacy and sexuality and. That I didn't know it was going to the place that it went to. I wasn't aware of that, and it sound it came across to me as negative, whether it was or it wasn't. I guess I just wasn't prepared. I I wasn't it like it it hit me, and I was feeling like attacked, and I was feeling, even though you kept saying, "Not you, society, not you." Like well, you I kept, said, "Not just you." <laughs> right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So Not let's, just let's, you. Let's. Big difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I just wasn't like I. I think I was caught off guard. About I. I had no. I didn't even know where it was coming from. How to respond. What to say. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't. I just wasn't ready for that. Okay. Well, I'm going to say two things. The first thing I'm going to say is, I am afraid uh, in this episode of. People are going to say, oh, she's a bitch or, you know, she's harping on things or all the stuff that people say when, um, you know, we're not, you and I aren't just like, you know, streamline 
getting along great in an episode or it, it, it oftentimes well not oftentimes very seldom does it happen but when it happens it is Danielle's a bitch it's never Adam's an asshole so uh, and I've spoken to a lot of my my female podcaster friends too um and and they say the same thing you know a lot of times the reviews go towards the woman is being this way or that way. Not saying that there haven't been episodes where I sounded like a bitch, because I know there have been episodes where I sounded like a bitch, um, but also out of anger and a real place. So, um, you know, my I, I am concerned about that, number one. But number two, oh, wait, no, there are three things. Number two, <laughs> okay. I feel like this episode's going to get super explicit. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is not, we're, I mean, we're always an explicit podcast, but like if you're uncomfortable, um, you know, if you used to change my diapers, like, yeah. or your diapers, or, or yeah, yeah, just turn it off now. Friends. If you're feeling, you know what? Everybody just turn this yeah, off. Yeah, just turn right it off. Now. Right. Yeah. We already <laughs> got the download. So, <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, the third thing is, I think what you just said and what happened last night is so uh, indicative of just everything that's wrong. The fact that when I'm researching about stuff, I'm researching it from a perspective of um, this is why so many couples are struggling in their intimate lives, Um, you know, and you're researching it from a different place. I'm not going to say exactly what that place is, but you would never really think to research it like that because I, I don't think that you, I don't think that you as a man have had to spend much time thinking about, you know, the actual, um, the actual like emotional side of intimacy and everything. I mean, you've done a ton of work over the past few years that I know, but when I, when, when I started talking about when we were teenagers and how things are different um, for boys and girls and everything, you were sort of like, you wouldn't accept that as a, you know, as an answer that, that things are different for girls than they are for boys when it comes to quote unquote hooking up or making out or sex or any of that. So it started with that. You're looking at me strange. Yeah, I am. No, I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to remember what was said last Mm -hmm. night and this is not in, like defense in any way, but I'm, what I'm remembering, what I said was, okay, yeah, right. So that I thought like at, from a young age, I was very sexual at a young age and I've always loved, I've, I've had girlfriends since kindergarten. Like I've always loved being with girls. And what I, I think what I said was when, when I got to the age where we started hooking up or whatever, it always seemed to me that they were enjoying themselves. And I never, I never took the opportunity at the time to say, hey, are you? Maybe I did once or twice. I don't remember. I've, it was so long. Who knows? But I, you, you, were, you were saying you don't think that was the case, that you don't think the girl was actually enjoying herself. Even to me, from my perspective, it seemed like she was. Correct. Right. And that's, we got into a whole disconnect about that from what I can remember. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, that was sort of what I was saying. Look, I have always, same as you, I've always been a very sexual person. And, you know, you could blame it on being the youngest in my family and, you know, learning things young and hearing my siblings or my cousins talk or anything like that. I think it's just in my nature. I think I'm, you know, just sort of like you. I think we're both, well, 
maybe in a different ways, but I think we're both very sexual people. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I, I always, um, you know, I was, uh, I always watched sexual movies and I always, you know, was into like just the whole culture of it and inter- like just interested in learning about it. And well, we came from a, a very bizarre time in the 80s with movies and sexuality, like very strange, yeah, bizarre, cringy. Like if you go watch those things now, like we didn't know at the time how, you know, like where did I learn about sex? You know, like Police Academy and Porky's and, you know. <laughs> I'm trying, Police Academy? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like very, like it was, the, the whole thing was like one guy's attracted to another girl and one guy's, one girl's attracted to, like the, the whole oh, thing okay. was sexual in nature. I don't remember. And, you know, even like, your beloved 16 candle, you know, there's the crazy, cringy, you know what I mean? Like weird things that we didn't recognize at the time, but so many of those movies we were watching, I was watching because there was a lot of sexuality going on. There was a lot of, I, I seeing like that split second, the naked scene or that we were allowed to watch flash dance. There's a scene where she comes up on the state where there's like a second of nakedness. And I think I paused that and watched it like 60 times. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, that's where we learned, you know, about sexuality as a kid and yeah. you know, growing up in the eighties. Cause that's kind of those comedy movies were, that was what was on the screen. That was, that's what, Take away the plot, kind of, and all you're left with was sexual innu- innuendos mm-hmm. and, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. Yeah, totally. And I was talking about the fact that in in school, obviously, it's it's not taught. I mean, that's just a known thing that a health lesson or a sex ed lesson is anatomical, although not the clitoris, because that's not part of the anatomy. But all of these, you know, the it's the... Um, what's the word the engineering of it what's the i don't know what the scientific the anatomy the physique yeah where the, things are like yeah the the, the draw the sketches of yeah 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 this is a penis and this is yeah. the urethra and this is where right, your sperm right. is and this is in the testicles you know yeah i mean i mean health you know sex ed was a scare tactic Totally, that, that's total fear mongering. Absolutely, you know, it's like bring the boys aside. This is what happens if you get a girl pregnant. Mm-hmm. This is what happens if you have unprotected sex and you get STDs. Like mm-hmm. it was total. Oh yeah, if you made out, you were either you know going to be pregnant, get an STD, or be dead within four hours. Like right. it was just you know just total fear mongering. And I think in some ways I was fearful from it. Um. Well, don't forget, we also grew up in the AIDS, you know, pandemic situation, which obviously wasn't, um, no, it was, you know, for people, but the scare tactic used on, you know, kids in everyday, you know, situations was so far. Yeah. And there was like a ton of misinformation coming out and, uh, yeah, I, I certainly, um, feel like I came from a very progressive household and even in that progressive household, I don't, I don't know how much we were talked to about sex. I think it was very embraced and accepted. And I do remember my mom talking to me about masturbation, like in the car one day, asking, you know, telling me, talking, talking to me about it, asking me about it. And, you know, I was super uncomfortable, but at the same time, it really did. I was sort of like, holy shit, I'm not the only one. You know, I was like, oh oh my God, I thought there was something wrong with, like, I thought I was the only one. And her- Oh, really? You didn't like 
your friends, you didn't talk about that stuff? Well, I, I was pretty young. I remember in seventh grade with some, wow. of, some of your friends <laughs> who were my friends, some of our mutual yeah. friends who went to your school, we had a sleepover and we all kind of like revealed and talked about it and stuff. But no, before that, no, I didn't know. Before seventh grade? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I, I did think, like I did stuff late you know, like my first kiss was like into eighth grade. You know, I I haven't even like I didn't finger a girl. I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't like do like I. But then all of a sudden, like come fourteen, it was you know my first sexual experience at a young age. You know, um, but I started late with like I I didn't masturbate until I was fourteen, probably three months before I had sex. Mm-hmm. You know, so to hear you say before seventh grade to me is just wow yeah i know i remember the first time it happened and i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> i was like that was great but am i supposed to is that supposed to am i, is, well, am I how broken did, how <laughs> did you know to do like what to do or how to do it or that you could do it because mine's kind of funny you know i don't even know that i was doing anything on purpose i think i, I can't even remember the first time i just remember afterwards being like Okay, that I'm never telling anybody about that, but <laughs> but I no I, I don't <clears throat> wasn't I don't think it was something that I planned and did on purpose. I think it happened. Um, I don't remember why or how or just what was going on, but it happened. Um, I'm sure I was watching something or who knows. <laughs> did you have like alien hand syndrome where like you didn't even know your hand was just doing it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't aware. think my hand was doing. I don't. I really don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> I just know that my mom talking to me about that was really helpful for me because I really did think like I was sh- ashamed of it. Mm. And, um, but, but other than that, you know, I know my mom knew I made out with boys or whatever. There was never any talk of, you know, you need to like your pleasure is important or there was never any of that. And uh, at the same time, I, um, I went to a school and hung out in a crowd where everyone was kind of promiscuous you know we were not everyone but our our group and uh, and we made out with boys and I did a lot of stuff and um was it pleasuresome not not maybe at the time I didn't even know what that meant you know what I mean I didn't even know like what to be looking to feel or what it should feel like or I had no idea I only knew you know yeah, what if, I saw on the if it feels good is that ple- I mean like if you're if you're making out with a guy and you feel good does that maybe you don't get to orgasm but I but- don't even know if I knew I was supposed to be looking for that like I don't even know you know what I mean I don't even I kind I, of yeah I mean yeah I, like I, I don't even know saying, if, if but like you know if something just feels good I think so you said to me that you know you were you were surprised about what I you were upset about what I said, kind of. You thought I was which part? The part where I said that most likely the girls were not feeling pleasure from from what you were doing when you were a teenager, or you know when when we start first started making out with girls, and you know I I brought I brought receipts this time because <laughs> no I can't, I went back this morning because I'd asked all these questions yesterday and I went back this morning and I was like I need to ask completely different questions now and Instagram's so fucking fussy that like I had to you know 
like MacGyver my way through the language to try to oh like ask pain the down question. your words. Oh my! It was like literally, you know, it was you know rather than like dumbing something down, I was you know like expliciting it down. I was just like trying mm. to, and and it was not easy, but. I did ask questions. I told a little bit about <clears throat> what happened with us last night. And, oh, um, you put that on Instagram. I did. But I, I but didn't. In a tasteful way, right? <laughs> well, I have to do it in a tasteful way. It's Instagram. No, I meant like I, you weren't. I mean, we, we, we had words. Yeah, oh, we make, sure did. You didn't make me. No, I said. Well, I'll, all right, I'll get to that. Okay. But oh. um, I, I said that one thing that we argued about, you know, that was I said if you were a teen when you were a teenager, if you were a girl who quote unquote hooked up with people, made out with people, you did it because and I listed four choices and had people choose. The first was it was just what we did and I wanted to fit in. Uh the second was I often had great experiences and loved it. Feeling wanted made me feel good and I didn't want to be seen as a prude. Am I gonna have to guess all those? No, 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 not at all, okay. not at all. So I gave four options, right? right? I said pick, pick the closest possible answer. Um, Fit in? Is that the biggest? No, the biggest, which is what I said. I said yesterday when we were talking. Look, I didn't. I did it because I liked feeling wanted. I liked the. I liked. A, like guys wanting to hook up with me, and I like I liked all of that. It gave me something. Um, it pleasures the wrong word. It gave me, it, it made me feel validated, mm-hmm. attention. Oh, they picked me. Um, you know, and 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 like I said, there were times. I said this to you yesterday. Also, there were times when I was going after, you know, the hot guy or whatever, wanting to hook up with him. Like, I don't think it's always a one way street. You know, I was certainly the one who was, you know, just wanting, and I wasn't like. I know I wasn't going to be his girlfriend. I just wanted to hook up with him so I could say I hooked up with him. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. Um, but no, uh, 65% agreed with me. Feeling wanted made them feel good. Mm-hmm. 6% said they often had great experiences and loved it. 6%. Okay. You have no response to that? Uh, no, I'm not. I mean, I, I mean, I guess that goes along... With what I was saying before, right? Is that what that was where I thought that the girls were experiencing, you know, having a good time and. Right. Okay. And like I said, I'm not accusing. I don't think you ever forced a girl into anything. I don't know. Of course. It's more just like, I don't think you understood just. And again, not just you. You can just assume I'm saying not just you. You don't have to protect my feelings. I understand what you're saying. (laughs) Oh, you should have some fucking bubble wrap around you right now. Why? Like 17 layers of bubble wrap for this conversation. <laughs> That's what you need. Like, so, you need like a blankie. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was last night was off the wall. But again, I think it is the reason why we th- people's intimate relationships are the way they are. So that I mean, you I mean, if it's that common, you, you're doing a very good job. To make it seem like you're having a ah, great time. Again, it's on us. No. No, no not at all. No, I was never making it seem like I was having a great time. I just wasn't I didn't doing say, the opposite. I didn't say you, but like what I said was it always seemed like they were having a great time you and said, feeling yeah, we, good. And I, I, I highly doubt that. I, I doubt that they were like moaning and 
I'm sure they were sitting there and just. I'm not talking about just sex. I know. I know. Yeah. Whatever it was. Right. No. I mean, look, I loved kissing guys, and I mean, there, some guys were terrible kissers, but the one there were some that weren't. I liked that and everything. You know. I mean, there were. There, I'm not going to say there was. I hated it all. I just. If any of those guys had left being like, oh, she loved it, I would have been like, um, all right, let's let's calm down. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and I'm not saying that either. I'm not i I'm not walking away being like, I am the shit and she was like that was the best she ever had. I and I'm not and I'm not downplaying what you're saying at all. I mean, I'm sure that's hundred percent accurate. Just my recollection of it is all I was saying was it it, it just like seemed it was like it was a two way thing. Yeah, no, it was it a two way. It most likely, it most likely, except for maybe six percent of them, was not. And this was so long ago. I'm just remembering. Sure, too, of but course. but also, but also, it's the fact that you never looked for it because you were never taught to look for it. So Correct. another another question I asked. Wait, I, wait, wait, no, no, no. Let me just do this one, and then I know we need to take a break. Okay, but I do think in this episode, the, these polls are very important because, um, for you know. I don't know how many, I mean, it's only been up for, I don't know, eight hours and there's, you know, thousands and thousands of, uh, it's a lot of feedback, but true or false, the the boys you were with knew what they were doing and had obviously researched or been taught or knew how to navigate everything. When is this? Like at what stage? Whatever, before you're in your 20s. It's got to be 0%. What got, like what, right? Then why would we be enjoying it? Like, don't you understand all the disconnects? If you didn't know what the fuck you were doing, how how would we enjoy it? 90% uh, said it's false that the guys like not like the, and my 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 point is my point is that you are you guys are never ever told to stop and think about this stuff. So of course you didn't realize it or didn't know to do it. Like yes I said yesterday when you were getting annoyed I was like, "Look, I'm saying society as a whole needs to change the narrative and mm-hmm. we need to break the cycle. And yeah, so talking about, you know, and you were like, no, you're blaming me for an entire, you know, generation worth of you like know, you're blaming me for pleasure. all the men. Yeah, right? that's how you were treating it. <laughs> that's how it felt. But that, but see, that's not right. And that is why women do not speak to their husbands about it. Because last night I literally felt like I, you know, like I was saying, I had to MacGyver myself with words when through Instagram. It was way worse than that last night. I was sort of like, okay, how do I make this even more gentle? And how do I make it? Oh, but you were not making it gentle. No, that's You were not... talking through your teeth. You were At... screaming. I was screaming after I tried to tell you so many times and you accused me of this and that and this and that. The first time I said it, I was just literally like, no, I don't think so. And you're like, you know. And then you would take it to the next level and be like, whoa, you sound really negative. And I was like, no, I, I, I'm telling you, this is probably how it is. And, and I think that it's a really difficult conversation and probably one that most people don't have. And at times in our relationship, I haven't either because holy shit, last night was exhausting as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, but I learned a lot in the last 12 hours. I know you did. And now, you know, <laughs> and look, I, and, and I think... That also, I, I was pouring it all on you at once. I mean, because, yeah. Well, that was part of the problem yes. too. I can't. I maybe it's just me. I don't think it is. I wasn't spoon feeding. You, <laughs> you pulled up a dump truck of all the things and like lowered it onto me, uh, like aggressively. 
No, I see. I, it wasn't aggressively. It was oh. only aggressively to you because I wasn't. I because I was saying it. I really think that's the, the case. Yeah. I do not think I was speaking in a way. I think the way you took it and how you felt about it and how strongly you felt about what I was saying, um, I think that automatically made you think I was being aggressive about it because I was even putting it out into the atmosphere. Okay. I I, I a little bit disagree with that I because I... I think I've been easier to talk to as the years have gone on. And I think but I this can was accept, new and I think this no, is, but that's not true. This is a trigger for guys, but also a lot of what we discussed was old and it was like brought back on. And it was like things that we've, I don't want to say resolved forever, but it was like on top of this and other things. Like it was the dump truck of my yeah, life. It got, yeah, it got super deep of our life. And uh-huh. like, it was poured on me like concrete. Yeah. 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 On that, Let's take that break. Okay. But again, uh, it's 90% of women said, or that, that when we were teenagers, guys didn't know what they're doing. So let's just, yeah. And I agree with that. I thought it would have been higher. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com okay so unless you want to continue with any of that i would like to move on now how do we solve this what do we do like how do we make this better and a situation where boys and girls or men and women understand what we're saying and how do we fix it? Or do you want to, is there more? Are you, are you there? <laughs> no, I'm looking, through, I'm trying to see. Um, well, I, I do think that part of it, we look, we can use our own example of, you know, of what we've gone through and everything. I think that's really the only way to do it because we don't know anybody else's story. Although now I do. I know, you know, right. 25,000 people's story in the last eight hours. So, you know, I, um, I do think that a little bit, you know, we need to talk about the, the fact that when people say to us, how, how are you doing it now? I think a, a lot of what happened last night with what was being brought up was that, look, it's all intertwined with intimacy, the mental load and, um, you know, uh, body image and, um, uh, you know, connection. And all of these things are very much enmeshed. Can I read something real quick? Sorry to cut you off. Because we've been saying intimacy and sex and, you know, all these things. Let's kind of define... A, a, a little bit of the difference, I guess, between men and women and what we think of as intimacy, because that, that could help mm-hmm. the situation. Um, so when I looked it up, you know, I was looking through, I, I was trying to find something that made sense to me. And it's, it's, it came down to just very simplistic like explanations where when women talk about intimacy, they mean the relationship, the emotional connection to a man. That's it, right? It's that simple. That can mean sex. That can mean emotional connection. That can mean, you know, are we on the same wavelengths? Are we having the same understandings of, I don't, whatever you know you're thinking 
intimacy is that that emotional connection mm-hmm. right it's emotional it's about about all aspects of life not just your right. physical correct yeah, yeah, yeah not just sex not just right and it's very similar for men too um look when you think when you say the word intimacy to a man what does he think sex right that's kind of mm-hmm. what the the belief is that that that's what a man just thinks of and it, you know it turns out that you know just like women men need love they need warmth we need closeness validation acceptance all those things too right but it's i guess portrayed in a different way where we're feeling closer when it comes to sexual intercourse or activities being done together physical things being done together whether it's gardening taking a walk or Mm -hmm. skydiving or you know whatever playing tennis together Mm -hmm. it's more of a physical connection Mm. than that emotional although we need it too don't get me wrong you know and and the funny thing is you know for me like i get it you know our our emotional connection has been so strong lately right Mm -hmm. and i keep saying our sex has been so much better than it's been for so long and it's not because we're doing anything physically different, I don't mm-hmm. think, right? I just, th- we're, we're on this like wavelength together that we're just connected emotionally. Yeah. And the sex is just so much better because of that. So like it makes, I think both sides of this equation just make sense. And if we can both feel that and see that like we've been doing, not for that long, but what we've been, you know, working so hard to do, it, it's the reason we keep saying our sex has been so much better our emotional connection has been so much better. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You keep saying so much better. I'm like, can you use a better word than so much better? Because it's fucking amazing. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, so much better. I mean, I can get descriptive if you want. No, and I think I might in a little while. Okay, but, let, me, yeah. let me finish some more wine. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I think that... that we, I said in, in the last episode, and, you know, I've been talking to my best friend a lot about this because you know, I, I really talk to her more about this than anybody. Um, and, I, you know, I said to her recently, I, I look back. I mean, we were in a very deep conversation. This was after, you know, a lot of hours of talking. And I said to her, I don't I look back and I, I can't believe I had sex with him a lot of the times that I did because. I didn't like him. And, you know, there was a time where we loved each other. We still had that connection. I think we were still attracted to each other, but we didn't like each other. Like we weren't, you know, we weren't, um, we weren't real partners. And, and I remember being like, well, what the fuck do I do? I mean, I want to have sex and it's him or it's cheating or, and so I remember having sex and being like, why am I doing this? But yet I had no other option. And so, I mean, you know, besides doing it myself, which I'm sure I did after. And, and so I just think that there were certain times in our relationship where this, the sex was very reflective of where we were at that point in the relationship, right? Like we've had, we've had sex that's been really good, but really angry and, you know, and, and it was a different kind of good. You know, it was like a, a release almost of our anger and our, you know, that kind of thing. Like, and again, I, I think I enjoyed it in a certain way, but I also don't think 
it was totally different than what's happening now because it was a reflection of the way we were feeling about each other. Right. So I'm trying to learn as I go and I, I try to respect your feelings about things and I try to learn from them and grow from them. So last night you confused the fuck out of me, right? Because of everything that you just said, we had a huge two hour blowout and it didn't end like with this, we're, you know, back where we were before that started. Like it wasn't a perfect end of the fight. And then we go upstairs and you came and yelled at me for not coming in uh-huh. to have sex with you. Yeah, you went into the guest room. I'm went trying to, sleep. to like respect mm-hmm. the, what happened mm-hmm. and not go in there just because I want some sex. And then, like, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do all the right things. Mm-hmm. And you fucking yelled at me and slammed doors. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> so, like, well, you're, you're, you're missing an integral part. An integral... I always do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're a selective listener. Um, About what? Exactly. Right. So I said to you at one point of the night, also, I said that, I think that the one one thing that's missing recently, even though I think you do initiate sex a lot over the course of our relationship, is that recently I have been initiating a lot of the sex because, you know, maybe I'm stressed and I'm, you know, needing that release or whatever. But I said it would be really awesome if you could start initiating it more because sometimes I feel like, oh, my God, am I like that woman who's like desperate and, you know, and bothering her partner like I don't want to be that woman but I also same thing look we spoke we've spoken to many many experts about this on the podcast you you might not remember (laughs) but a woman's biggest desire is feeling desired that is a fact that a woman you know a hundred percent of women no so please don't you know people are gonna message me like ah, not me i don't but <laughs> but you know on, on a big on a large scale women desire to feel desired right mm-hmm. everything that comes after that is you know the other ingredients hopefully that's leading to an orgasm but or, or I, for i don't think that's just unique to women I I want to be desired, like I right. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that's just like a well. Trait what I was of, say, well, I think you've been feeling quite desired yeah. recently. I know, but if I say maybe not so much, you'll keep it going. <laughs> I mean, it seems like I'm keeping it going anyway. <laughs> but I think that that's also a, a big component of it all is that it gets lost in there how important that is, and that means. Not just in the bedroom. Like when we're having sex, I know you want, you know, you've been very vocal, which I've been very proud of oh, you. Oh, I was going to get to that you too. You really have. You've been very vocal. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Did you take like a public speaking course? <laughs> like a sexual public speaking course? Yeah, I've been, I've, I, I went and did my research. I've been learning. So yeah. I've been, when I have sex with these teachers, they, they, they she walks me through the conversation. Ah, I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, but in all honesty, by the way, mm-hmm. I, I know I'm not the best at it. Mm-hmm. And I, you know. No, you've really, you've been awesome. I, it's, I, I'm having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you don't seem to be shy about it. And I use some bad words too. You do use some bad. You're naughty. Yeah. So I feel like that <laughs> SNL skit where they're talking into the microphones, talking about sweaty balls and everything. Right. Um, I, I think that that is huge, number one. I think that, that men are not, are not good at – I'm going to back up a little bit. <laughs> we talk a lot on the podcast about how I, you know, I 
talk about how I would have loved to have had a sexual experience with a woman and I find women very attractive and all of this. The difference, I guess, for me is, because I do often think to myself, I don't know, maybe I'm bisexual. Maybe I am. Great. I don't know. I, you know, maybe. But I also think to myself, I'm, I'm, I'm never fantasizing about women's body parts. Like, I mean, I love looking at beautiful women, you know, and think that boobs are beautiful and all of that. But I also am never, like, that's never a fantasy of mine, the actual act of all of that. Like, when I have a fantasy it involves a penis. Like that is, you know, but I think the craving that I have often had over the years with that is that I am with, with my inner circle, with the people who I really love. Um, and if, you know, maybe some of them are listening, I think they would agree. I love hard. Like I am a very, very affectionate, like, you know, uh, emotionally attached, you know, constantly checking on people, like, what can I do? Like, to the point where I think I annoy some of them sometimes, right? Like, I get annoying with it. I text them too much. You know, I just, I, I like to be in their world all the time, and I like them to be in my world. And so I think that the fantasy is a woman by nature is so nurturing and so... um so in tune with the needs of others and uh, and would do whatever it takes to make a person they love happy and satisfied, that maybe that's the longing. You know, the longing is I want someone who uh, is going to make me feel wanted and like my pleasure is super important and, um, you know, is going to say to me, you know, what makes you feel good and how can I make it happen? Like, and I think a woman is more likely to do that than a man. I mean, an evolved man more, you're, you're much more like that now, but there was a long time when you weren't. And I think that's, that's the fantasy for me. It's not the, I'm not interested, you know, I don't have, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. You know, I maybe if presented the opportunity, I would, but I don't watch lesbian porn. I'm not, you know, I, that's not my fantasy. Like, I think it's the other part of it, that that's what I want from it. I want, you know, someone who is going to constantly be thinking about my my needs and my desires and, and, and you know, and making sure that it's all satisfied. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very difficult <clears throat> thing to get from many men. I just do. And honestly, I, I probably agree with that. And... From a young age, when, when guys are having these sexual experiences at a young age, right? Like, if you want to get a guy off, give him 20 seconds. And, you know, what? like, we get off every time. It's not that difficult to do. You know, it's, it's, it's an easy thing, right? So nobody tells us the otherwise for girls. Well, that's what, I've, that's what I was I, saying the I, whole time. Correct. And it, like, it makes complete sense. But, like, nobody's telling boys you know i'm not saying men i'm saying nobody tells boys that it's easy for you to have pleasure and have an orgasm and get off and feel great nobody says girls aren't the same Mm -hmm. you know so when they grow up to be men if nobody said anything to them along the way like how are we like how are we supposed to 
I'm I'm not saying that to, I'm not using that as an You're excuse. You're literally repeating my entire point yesterday when you got so angry at me. Well, okay. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah. That was this is exactly what I was saying is of course you didn't know. Right. Nobody told you. And then, you know, and so that I, was my I said whole it point. In a more delicate way that I prefer. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, I'm I'm sorry that I like wasn't, you know, yeah. Covering you with rose petals and I don't you know. want rose petals, oh, but you know, right, whatever. Wrap me up in a uh, yeah bubble wrap, like I no, said, bubble swaddle wrap. me or something. Exactly, you need to be fucking <laughs> swaddled. That's right. You need to tell rock you like a baby. Um, <laughs> well, I have some stats on this. I would love to hear them. I'm sure you would. Uh, I came prepared. Okay, so uh, a few things, and some of it is sort of like. Women are made for pleasure, right? We have the clitoris. It is the only anatomical component in a body, men's or women's, that is purely for pleasure. Did you know the clitoris is not this tiny little thing (laughs) that it goes like inches up into? I'm laughing because we had this conversation last night. (laughs) I just want to make sure you were aware. Yes, I'm aware. I could draw it for you right now if you'd like. Um, Did you know, (laughs) like... Only ninety six percent of women. I got, or 4% I got that stat wrong. Have orgasms four percent? Right? No, I got that stat wrong. It's oh. eight. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let me find it all because I have it all right here in my notes. And the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> okay, Jerry Maguire. Because you didn't know. So some interesting statistics from some very reputable studies. Um, I'm not going to name them. I'll maybe I'll put them on Instagram or whatever. But they're reputable. so 84 percent of women say they cannot come i'm sorry 84 yeah 84 percent of women say they cannot come from vaginal intercourse alone so not 90 i said 94 it's 84 Mm -hmm. men take 5.4 minutes on average to orgasm yeah it sounds about right 5.4 minutes uh women (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, just, I mean, I would, except, I would, I would assume that's not trying to hold back. You know what I mean? If you just like release the second you're ready to release, right? Right. I mean, like masturbation takes like thirty seconds. Okay, I'm gonna get that. Oh, sorry. And actually, I don't know where this study was from, but I, I, I don't know. But uh, right, not this one. Uh, men take uh, five point four minutes. Women take an average of fourteen minutes during partnered sex. So not just penetration, just partnered sex. Um, to orgasm, an average of eight minutes during masturbation. I, I, I can mas- I mean, I could do it in forty-five seconds. Right. Yeah, I don't know where that eight minutes is coming from, or what people are doing. Like, I don't know. Are they? Do they have like, you know, most of their hands and fingers tied behind their back? I'm not really I'm, sure. That's the problem. Like with watching porn, is like before anything happens, I'm done. Well, <laughs> that's what I was going to say to you. Also, is that you know, which we we can talk about. Also, is you know. When you're done, you're you know when you're done when you when you've had an orgasm, you're done. You can't do it again, right? You, I, I can't. Some people right away. I can't do. I can't have sex again. I can't. Well, you can't have another orgasm like fo- right following that one. Um, it's it's yeah, it's it's trouble. Yeah, like I can't. Right. Like, like once, how long would you probably have to wait? I I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Okay. I mean, I could orgasm masturbating. 70 times in a row. <laughs> I'm jealous of that. <laughs> Except that I'd get carpal tunnel or something. I don't know. Like recently, by the way, when we've had sex, and you know, it, 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 
it's been great long sex actually, which has been wonderful for both of us. Mm-hmm. I think. Right? Yes. I hope for you. <laughs> yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So to make sure you are enjoying it too, right? Oh my God, you were doing that last night, like checking <laughs> with me constantly. I was like, you don't need to check with me regularly. I'm just saying if we try something new or I'm like, you were like, I was just shut the fuck up, okay? <laughs> See, don't ask me I'm again. I'm trying to learn and grow, but I, know, I keep but doing I was like, it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like when when we were both done, if if there was a consideration of, hey, let's try this again, I like, I don't know... I, I want to. No, you I can't. Have, no, I know I, that. You know, like that, but that's not it. That's not it. The problem is, is look, we talked a little bit about this last night and I won't beat it to a dead pulp, but I do want to bring it up. Can I explain myself? Because <laughs> <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Bubble wrap and I are mine. <laughs> I do want to explain myself. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. When I'm done, I'm done. This was 2018, an episode with Leah Carey, the sex coach. Okay. Look at, all right. Can I answer for it today, maybe? Because I was probably not feeling the same way in 2018. Yeah, you can answer it today while recognizing that in 2018, that was how our sex life went. Right. So when I'm done, I'm done. Like you would finish. I would clean up. I'm I'm explaining my... But I have to throw that in there. (laughs) Right. No, it was said said and done for all the wrong reasons in the past, right? Mm -hmm. It's still prevalent today. When I'm done, I'm done. What we just said means when I have had my orgasm, I can't get it up again to do it again. Maybe I could in 30 minutes. I don't know. We haven't gone there. But that doesn't mean today that when I'm no, done. No, we've definitely had sex more than once in one. I mean, we've definitely yeah. had multiple times in one night. But, but yes, my, it my, doesn't. My, my taking out of context point is mm-hmm. when I'm done, I'm done. That doesn't mean if you're not done, we're done. Well, this is a very this is a very recent phenomenon. That's what I just said. Today versus 2018. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. For sure. Like I when I when I'm done, I can't like just be like, hey, right. Let me let me get hard again in two seconds, and we'll keep going for you. And, And I have to say, you know, when you said that on the episode, it was shocking. You know, number one, I was like, did he really just say that out loud? And number two, a lot of other people were like holy fuck, I can't believe he just said that. I mean, we got a lot of feedback. But also, I think a lot of people were like, yeah, my husband too. You know, it was, it opened up, again, our podcast, I think a lot of times opens up a can of worms that needs to be opened, a conversation that needs to be had. And I think the conversation needs to be had that as of yesterday, you did not know that 84% of women don't come from penetration alone, right? Like, and again, not just you. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of men. You're putting my swaddle back on yes, while you talk a lot, to me. a lot of men. But I also want to say that, I mean, not that it happened right away. I think it was a journey to get there. But I will say this, you know, and I, I say this sincerely in the same way that I will say that there have been times in our relationship where I did not at all feel like you were a, uh, you know, like a generous lover. But I think today you are, I mean, you are such a different lover than you were back then. Like you are so honed into my needs. Oh, you proved that last night. <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, listen, I'm not done. Wait, wait. I'm not done. Can you remember that? Because we, we have to stop oh, and take a break here. No, but, but it's okay. You need okay. to do a more stern style. If I'm in the, we're in the middle of something good, just keep it going. No, because it brings he it back. He would never. It, it brings it back. 
No, no, maybe it won't. Maybe they're like, fuck that. I'm not sitting through these ads. No, but we have to because then we're going to wait and take it, you know, and then we have another, t- you know. I'm, now I fucking forgot what I was going to say. Oh, did you? I think so. All right, keep going. I don't know what I was going to say. Good. Remember? Re- remember go, not to forget to remember? Go, go back and find what you were going to say and then say it in like. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com A minute. Okay. Okay. So I think that a lot of what has changed, you know, and a lot has changed. And obviously, again, everybody doesn't have a podcast, right? We've had, I don't know, 300 hours of conversation over the past five years plus, you know, 300 hours plus of conversation. That's very rare. And again, why we wrote the date night questions and people should purchase those and honestly have these conversations. And we do have a lot of, uh, you know, libido and intimacy stuff in there. But I also think that it's, the fact that as we were going through all the shit again the pivot episodes if you didn't listen to them and this move and I mean it really got super stressful this move right like super stressful more than any other more than any of the other moves this Mm -hmm. was the most stressful so I I think that our partnership through that allows me to be more open to you know to like I I'm more turned on I'm more it feels more of that of that um that nurturing like you know I don't not saying like I'm, I'm not talking about it sounds like I'm saying like I want like gentle sex no like I, I'm it's not about gentle sex it's about oh no it's about and it can be gentle sex is great but it's more about the the gentle way we treat each other now and the way that we are just such a, a team. Well, this is a great example, by the way, what I was just saying, the intimacy with the differences between men and women, right? So we say this move of our seven, have this has been the most stressful, right? But it's also the most we've worked together. Oh, yes. So you're on page with everything because you're excited about it, right? And... In the past. Well, and because I don't want you to be alone in it. That's really a lot of well, it. that's very sweet. But it's true. I know. I can I tell. I appreciate it. I don't want you to be I mean, look at the house right now. It's a mess. But, <laughs> but like, oh, I don't want to even want to call it this, but this is like what I said. This is like an activity kind of, right? Like it's a thing that we're doing together, mm-hmm. which has never happened before. All the moves have just been stress on you emotionally and me physically, right? And there was no coming together and me emotionally too, right? But this time we are working together emotionally, physically, in all the ways possible, right? So we're we're a team, mm-hmm. and we're feeling it in all those ways. And you know, it's coming across. You know, it's coming out as how do we release? How do we get rid of this stress? Mm-hmm. And it's this tension that's been building up, like almost every day, <laughs> like mm-hmm. tension from the morning till night that we're releasing with each other because we're just there connected, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. which never happened before. No, which I said, we're not doing anything different 
physically, sexually, that this has been some of the best sex. It's because... Well, I think I feel more confident about my body. Maybe because I just feel more confident around you in general. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, just... well, it's not... I mean, uh, sure, but it's all the things. It's, yeah. you know, we're just feeling mm-hmm. confident with each other in all aspects of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense? I, yeah. Okay. Definitely. And, and so... But I think the reason, the, what changed in the episode of what we were going to talk about is that when we talked about it last night, um, and again, we we are pretty good now as a couple with communication. I mean, we really, we rarely during episodes, you know, fight anymore or throw the headphones off as we've said in the past. And that happened 100% last night. For most couples, and, and it happened to us, and I think we're pretty evolved in communication for most couples, even if they are evolved, I think women are petrified to bring up the subject of I'm not orgasming. I am faking it. I don't like when you do this. I need this. I All the things that so many of us feel over the years um, and not all, you know, I'm sure there are women out there whose husbands or partners, you know, that they're just in tune to it. From day one, I don't know, you know, maybe especially if you're in a relationship as you got older, like we've said, and you said yesterday, we've been together since we were kids, you know, and so we learned together mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and luckily we were both kind of compatible, well, very compatible in a lot of ways sexually, you know, and that we were both pretty like experimentative mm-hmm. and, you know, a little wild and everything, but also that um, we we wanted it to be like a, I think a pretty big part of our life. And I think that there are people out there right now. And I, I'm really, really hoping couples will listen to this really. Um, because I think that maybe differently than I did yesterday, which is where I kind of just like, you know, projectile. Yep. Spewed it all over you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, A little bit. Um, I think that, the conversation does need to be open though. And I think that there's a fear of opening it because, Oh, I can tell you, I can tell you because in Instagram, but, (laughs) but because, because you're the ego around sex and, you know, penis size and, and all of it, right? Like that's a man's biggest concern is his size of his penis and this and that, like all of that stuff is, is so um, ingrained in men, you know, and, and, and I think there is this thought that if we're moaning a little bit or if we're making some noise that, well, we must have had an orgasm. It must have been great, you know? And I, you know, like I think that there, there needs to be conversation where we say to each other, what, what are you, are, is, are you satisfied? And if not, this is the even more important part. If not, how do we make it better? What do you need in the bedroom and out of the bedroom, right? Because we, I've said it a thousand times, forever is a really long fucking time to be with someone, right? Till death do us part. It is a long time. And, and I think that to sacrifice that part of your life because you don't want to open up a can of worms or you don't want to hurt your partner's feelings or you don't want to deal with what we dealt with last night. 
I, I hate that that's happening. And I hate that, again, that the cycle has not been broken in that that men are still not, like they don't feel the, like I could tell you, if I knew tomorrow I was going to have sex with a girl, I would be researching the shit out of, you know, how do I pleasure them? What's the best way? How do I, where are the areas? What do I, you know, like, all the things, and I would be making them feel like unbelievably good about themselves from the second it started to the second it ended. Because as a woman, I know that that's what I need. And and so, you know, I feel like the fact that men, we've been married 25 years. I don't think you've ever done anything like that. And again, it's not just you. It's, you know, it's a, it's a it's, general it's, universal. It, and I think we both agree, and it's not just me. And I don't think it's our fault. I, I, I said that 100% yesterday. Right. I was not blaming you. I said the only thing. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying just me, because what I said in the beginning of when we this podcast, we if you don't know that you're supposed to learn these things, how the fuck are we supposed to research something we don't know we're supposed to research? Right? Nobody said to me, how, how, like, how do you pleasure a woman? How do you, how do you make sure that they're satisfied? How do you make sure they're going to orgasm? Or to even ask them if they're satisfied. Right. All we know is this is how easy it is to orgasm. This is how easy it is to feel good. Even like pre or, you know, pre orgasm, like it just feels good all the time, no matter what's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we're not being told otherwise that the woman is not feeling that way too, like how the fuck are we supposed to navigate this? How are we supposed to know? And, and this conversation would be helpful, right? Like, so if, if a woman could say to her husband or boyfriend or what, you know, we're talking men and women, cause that's all we can, you know, mm-hmm. talk about and have a conversation about it. Like you and I are doing, we, we need to understand, you know, as guys, like we need to, you know, it's not just, it's not fair just to assume, Hey, you're getting off and I'm not. And Without him knowing or being told why or why you're mm-hmm. not or, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's not fair just to, you know, say, hey, my husband's not doing it for me or caring. I, he might not just know. Oh, definitely. That's, I that's really, all I'm saying. I don't, I'm not saying, I don't think it's anything that is, uh, you know, malicious or you know, oh, good. Okay. I, no, yeah. I'm not, and maybe in some cases, but of, no, of not course. at I'm, all. Yeah. I don't. That was totally my whole thing. That's why the first question I asked was about sex ed and everything. And, you know, people say sex ed doesn't belong in the schools and this and that. And, you know, no, no school's going to teach that. And, and, but yet at the same time, I feel like that if those people who say that, you know, that, if that's what they think, and I get that, you know, it's a, it's probably, if it happens, it will be years before good sex ed is, is offered, at least in the, American public yeah, but, but, system. I mean, we're going backwards right now, not forward. Do you think, I mean, I don't even know if I think they should be teaching this in sex ed, right? At sixth grade, seventh grade, So where grade, would you grade. like children to learn I, it? I don't know, but let's have a conversation just to, you know, before just saying where would I like them to learn it? Like, I'm just to discuss it. I don't know. Like, if you're teaching a 12-year-old, this is how you pleasure a girl. This is how you pleasure a boy. This is where, like, all the right things it kind of gives the green light to a child to, you know, to start experimenting sexually and stuff. I'm not saying what they're being taught now, the scare tactic is the right way either, 
but I don't know. Like, is at a young age, are they supposed to be? Look, there's the, so much that would need to be worked out about it all. But maybe you're also saying one day or you're, you know, you should be with somebody who, you know, you care about, you know, who knows? I don't know the specifics of it and what would happen. That would have to be. That's what I was saying. It's a discussion. It's, you know, something. Yes. Yes. I don't think it gives the green light to 12 year olds to do that. I completely disagree with that. If you're teaching little boys, this is, these are the girls parts. This is what makes them feel good. And the girls are learning that on their own too. They're going to be meeting after sex ed class. Oh, oh, come on. No, really? Absolutely not. Because you're not just saying something. This is how you pleasure a girl. Like, there's so much more to it. First of all, at least teach where the fucking clitoris is, right? We're teaching. We say that there's more nerve endings in the head of the penis. I remember learning that in in sex ed. No mention whatsoever of the clitoris, as if it doesn't exist. I'm it's just, in an, an anatomical it, part <laughs> too. I sound like you. You sound like me. What can with your words? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, what's the right age? Like, I'm just no, saying, where but, should it be taught? Who not, should teach them? That's a whole different conversation. No, I know. But how much? I mean, is, we could do a whole series on that, right? I, I just think, you know, I could be doing a much better job with our kids. I think it's my responsibility to be teaching that to my kids. I don't know. Should the school be doing that? Like, I don't know. Well, you know, maybe maybe schools should be health ed should be teaching the kids medical. I don't think it, I don't even know that we need to get, and we don't know, we don't, we don't, we haven't, again, we're talking about this with no research, with no nothing. No, but I'm, but we've done a, you know, at least a little bit and can do more, but I would, with how I'm feeling and how confident in my understanding, since you and I spoke just last night, passing that on to my boys, you know, I think that's the, that's the right approach. I think that's. Right, but literally you just decided that last night. I told you I'm learning and I'm growing. No, but time, uh, what I'm saying goes. is, you're saying don't teach it in school, but yet, you know, we're not. The parents are not handing this down for the most part. I, I mean, no, I'm saying maybe that's what we should be doing. A hundred percent. But most look where we are right now and the way we're going backwards with everything in this country. There's no way that most parents are going to sit down and talk about female pleasure with their son. And and I'm. God, I am hoping to, that this episode and this conversation will at least, you know, and I, I know there are wonderful, amazing people like Dr. for Jennifer Lincoln, who we had on the um, the podcast, who are doing this already. So I'm not trying to take credit for it. Like this is our, we started the conversation. No, no, no. There are people out there who are fighting this fight and, you know, mm-hmm. trying to make female pleasure. I mean, you know, Instagram tries to ban every fucking account that's doing it, but but there are so many places, you know, that are trying to do that. And, and so, but the different, the problem is, is that as Erica Lust talked about with her porn, um, you know, she did a porn TED talk. They, they fucking censored the porn TED talk about how to talk to your kids about porn because they, it was too, right? So like you yeah, can't even fucking get, algorithm. That's you all can't even get the information out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that 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 the only way to for us to ensure that our kids are going to understand more on on two levels. Number one, that you know, first of all, obviously, consent is a is a no brainer. Every mm-hmm. parent should be teaching consent. And on top of that, for boys about female pleasure, right? And and look, I think that male ple- pleasure. I'm sure that we could all use a I don't know whatever kind of 
lesson. I don't know. But I'm not saying like it's just about female pleasure, but that is sort of what's been on the back burner for all this time. But also I think that, um, that, uh, teaching girls that their pleasure is important, that that's a whole other thing, right? That, you know, saying to your daughters, um, listen, I just want you to know when you are physical with someone, you know, and look, Maybe one day you're going to have one night stands and, and everybody is different, right? That's one thing I wanted to say before. Also, when I was talking about, you know, you didn't even research in this and that. Obviously, a great way to learn is by being with someone and communicating and everything, right? Because what one person likes, one person may not. But at least to be in a situation, if you, if, if, the, if the other party is not asking you, is this okay or how are you feeling or whatever, then that's not okay. And maybe that's not the right person for you because that's going to be a really tough person to have a lifelong fulfilling sex life with. So, you know, all of these things that we just need to be saying, and I know it's an uncomfortable conversation. I mean, it's 100%. But I think that there are so many little things we can be doing, and I want to do a whole other episode on this. But, you know, there's so many ways, right? Leaving books around the house that, you know, in the bathroom or whatever. And, you know, maybe your kid won't bring their phone in and they'll pick up a book, right? I mean, you know, watching certain shows with our kids, I mean, age appropriate or whatever your comfort level is. Um, you know, I mean, all the things that I, in the, I say in the car, my son, Ian and his friends who are, you know, 15 and 16, don't want to go in the car with me because, you know, I don't have... I don't have I don't have rules around what you can listen to, but if I hear something that I do not like, I turn it off and I talk about it with them to them and and that's sort of my way of being like, okay, this person just said this. This is why you are never to say that or think that about women or whatever. These are lyrics that, you know, are but but they are that is not how you act in the real world. Right? Those little moments even, okay, that you know, that we could all be having more of. You know, watching a, a movie and a scene comes on. Why? Why do you? Th- why is that unrealistic? What? What would be the real? You know, what do you think? You know, or, you know. Well, that's the problem too. I mean, every scene in every movie is unrealistic, right? Okay, but yeah, but you could, you know, you could certainly say like, oh, by the way, you know, that that wouldn't happen in real life. You know, this because X, Y, and Z. Or, mm. I just think that we the topic has been completely off the table. And Ian, if I were to say to him, can we sit down and talk, you know, about pleasure or whatever, he would run the other way. You know, I, I can't, I can't do it. I would, I would do it a hundred percent. But I cannot, again, I'm trying in different little ways to do it, but it kind of has to be your thing. Oh yeah. Um, and, and I know there are a lot of single moms out there and everything. And, you know, me, hopefully there's someone in their life who can, ha- can talk to them. But, but I, what I had said to you many, many times is, you know, I, he loves Philadelphia. It's like his favorite place in the universe. He's obsessed with Philadelphia. I said, can you take him to Philly for a few nights and just, you know, here and there, like sprinkle some wisdom about all of this, right? Like not pouring it all on at one time, but a little bit at a time. And, you know, I, I just, I want us to realize that we can break the cycle in so many ways, right? You know, I mean, look, me as a lesbian, so I'm not as concerned about her partner, you know, not 
not finding her pleasure important. I just, I'm not as concerned. I'm not saying I don't want to tell her that it's important and everything, but I have very little concern about that. And, and quite honestly, if she were to come to me and be like, you know, I don't know, you know, I want to learn more about whatever, I would sit down with her too, you know? But she does thankfully have other like lesbians in her life who she can talk to and everything about this stuff. But I just feel like we are at a standstill with all of this, that it's not getting better. I mean, maybe it is, but I don't think so. I don't think that many boys are hearing that they need to, st- you know, say to girls, is this what, is this okay? Is this what you like? Right, is but this, it's hard are you for, comfortable? It's like, hard for us to say we're not in that world yet. So we're not seeing what's going on. I like, mean, a little I, we don't, bit. You know, it's, I mean, very little bit. No, you, no, but a little bit in the fact that I don't think that we have children who would, who would necessarily do that. I think he will be an um, incredible, uh, you know, he's always going to be a gentleman. He's going to treat, you know, girls very, very well, I think. But that step of it, I don't know. I mean, how's he going to know if no one tells him? No, I'm just saying we, we haven't experienced it yet. So. Okay, but. I don't, like, I don't, we don't know but what's I don't out think there. His, I don't think his friend's parents are doing it either. Listen, probably not, but we don't know what kids are like today when it comes to the. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's better at right, all. Right. Uh, it could be worse. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just saying we don't know. Like we have to figure it out mm-hmm. kind of having these conversations with the kids and seeing what's happening with their experiences because we can't do it with other kids. You know, we yeah. can only know by our own. Right. So. Right. But yeah. I think if we want the next generation to not struggle as much, you know, with this aspect of life. And I think that there are people, I think there are lots and lots of women out there and men too, but you know, women who are sacrificing that part of their lives because you can't bring it up. You can't talk about it. And I think if they thought that they could even, I don't know if they think that their, you know, their partners would even do any better. So, um, you know, I'm going to do a, what are you doing? I'm trying to find the Instagram poll. Oh, um, talking as you're, Fingers going crazy. Sorry, no, 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 because I'm trying to find it. So I want to just talk about a few more polls because I asked, um, true. uh, So on Instagram, true or false? uh, You've faked an orgasm before. How many women do you think said yes? Eighty percent. Eighty-five percent. True or false? I am still faking, and I gave three options: no, I refuse, most of the time, or once in a while. What am I guessing? What I don't know. What do they say? How many? What percent of women said that they're no longer faking it? I I, I think most women are probably still doing that. Is that is I that think right? as you get older, you're sort of like fuck it, you know, like oh well. But but I said this to you last night too. Like if you if you were doing that with me, is it just for you to be able to be like, hey, I'm done. Let me go finish myself in the other room. Like, is that what it's for? Or are you doing it to, like, feed my ego? I don't know what that... Oh, the faking an orgasm? Yeah. I think for a while, the reason why I did it was because... Well, number one, there was a time when I don't really think you gave a shit for real. I mean, I really think you were just like, okay, I came and um, that's all I can do. And I'm sorry. So if that sorry was, it didn't work out for you. Maybe next time. If that was the case, what was what's the purpose of you faking an orgasm? 
just to be done with it. That's that's what I was oh, saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was in the next room just, yeah, with right. all kinds of toys, <laughs> and you got it. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, I think also that um, – wait, let me do the next one. Um, I said, my partner understands what I personally need to feel satisfied and communicates me- with me openly and comfortable about my needs and wants. Um, you know, about 60% said n- not enough or not at all. Mm. Uh, I'm feeling unfulfilled in this area. If I'm feeling unfulfilled in this area, I can comfortably sit down and tell my partner and they will respond with sensitivity. And I don't know that I truly believe that everyone was so honest with this. And I also don't know that I think that they're probably just saying like, oh, I want more sex or whatever. But that's not it. I think that it goes deeper than that, Um, that they'll respond with sensitivity, openness, concern and kindness. Um, It was 50 50. So, um, true or false, I often sometimes just go after and finish the job myself. Uh, f- only 40% said yes, but I also think that um, a lot of people, ju- I mean, there were plenty of times when I just went to sleep too, you know, mm. but I also, I don't know. Uh, and true or false, my partner is aware that I do this and we've discussed it. 80% said no, not at all. Mm. So, you know, they're kind of just like, I can do it myself. And I, I know that feeling, you know, like, I'll just go, you know, do it myself. And I know exactly what I like. I know what I, you know, I know it all. So I'll just go do that and get a good night's sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I just um, I, I just think on so many levels we are failing ourselves and each other in, in all of this, right, by not talking about it, by not, you know, by not – feeling like we can talk about it and um, by not definitely by not talking to our children about it, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yes, I was. Oh, wait, oh, the thing I wanted to say yesterday, yeah. this is what well, I was going to say. Um, last and you said last night I was so angry with you when you didn't come in, like when you went to just yeah. went upstairs and went to sleep and you know, you went in the, right in the guest room and I went and, and went to well went into bed and I just was like I know he's gonna come try to have sex with me because earlier that night while we were fighting I had said to you about initiating it look I really mm-hmm. really would like you to just initiate it more or whatever right. and I just thought to myself I mean he's gonna want to show that he's listening to me nope. that's the reason I did <laughs> I was so f- I was ready to walk to the corner and flag down whatever fucking <laughs> truck uh, it could have been like large Marge from <laughs> large Marge from Pee Wee's or the <laughs> fucking bearded circus that's performer why I and didn't. i would have been like do you want to pound me <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to respect the I, I already said it but but that was the reason i didn't because mm-hmm. i didn't because i know it's at the next level of he's only coming in because you said something and i was listening mm-hmm. like well, i know that well so, that's my next that's my next need is so I was respecting the fact that we weren't in the headspace. I was respecting the fact oh, that... Oh, I was in the headspace. I, heard, well, <laughs> I wasn't, okay. okay? So I'm a little more emotionally <laughs> distraught from that than you were, I guess. Like, if, uh-huh. the, if you can be more emotional like me... Okay, I'll try. You would understand. I'll try. I wasn't... I'll try. You know? Okay. If I'm not feeling it, like, I'm not uh-huh. in the mood, you know? <laughs> okay. You have to feed my... You know how many times I haven't been in the mood I've had sex with well, you? Well, you got to feed my emotions mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I can... Mm-hmm. Get it up for you. You did just fine last night. (laughs) Um, But no, I was, I was pissed. I know you're slamming doors. I was, (laughs) I was like, is he like, what does it take to, Mm -hmm. 
get a girl fucked around here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. On uh, that note. Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. So, and on, oh. on the other hand, is there what is there anything you'd like more of from me in this? We should, I have to give you the same. Like, if I said I want you to initiate more. Is there anything more? No. Oh, okay. I'm, I am satisfied. Okay, great. I'm loving it. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> if there's anything... If there was anything, like, can you call my boyfriend from high school and tell him that? <laughs> if, there's, <laughs> if there's anything different, and there's not. If there's anything like I want, like if there if is an experience that I was interested in, or I'd feel a hundred percent sad or confident talking to you about it. Yeah. Before we, you know, mm-hmm. I, but there's not, which is why I haven't. But I would if there was right. anything I think was missing, or I wanted to try, or mm-hmm. anything like that. But I'm just kind of loving what's happening. Well, we've also been very lucky because our kids have been gone a lot lately. So we've right. really been taking advantage of that. But when they're home, they are some motherfucking cock blockers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is awful. Like, it's literally like they're up until two in the morning, 20 feet from us. Mia's coming in and asking me all kinds Look, of questions. I was just going to say, and they all come in yeah. Yeah. just to ask yeah. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So there's never... Right. What are we doing for Thanksgiving this year? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I really do want to do an episode about, you know, because also I think for our own sake, it'd be a really awesome thing to talk more about. How are we going to talk to our children about this? Our own, you know, I think we need to do a better job, too. And, um, you know, I think they know that we're very open sexually. And I so I think that they're not as uncomfortable talking to us. But we're still their parents. So um, I would love to <clears throat> research that together and like then do an episode about it, as mm-hmm. you know, in preparation for whatever happens yeah. there. And last night's fucked up episode is available on marriagemartinis.com for $100 to download. <laughs> <laughs> no, pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if we had recorded that whole thing? Right. We really could have made some money from that. <laughs> well, and especially if we recorded the sex after. Right. No one wants to see that. Well, it's on my phone, so if you, I can put it up. It's if you on want your me phone, <laughs> lovely. Uh huh. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks so All much. All right, thank you. Yeah, wait. If this oh. episode helped you, please rate and review, or if you liked it, or you know, anything. or if there's something we missed, or there's more, or anything, let us know, and we'll put it in because we're gonna. There's more of this that we're oh, doing. Oh, definitely. So yeah, let us know. Marriagemartinis at gmail.com. Let us know. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.